Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. Uh, My name is Colin, and I'm located in beautiful, sunny North Hollywood, California. My name is Stephanie Orlina, and I am a transformational life coach, and I help people shift away from negative thinking, and I am in beautiful San Diego, California today. We want to thank you so much for listening or watching. Um, Each week, we start our discussion off with a different topic. uh, And uh, this week, or a different jumping off point is how we usually say it. And so the jumping off point uh, was yours this week, Stephanie. And front time, you said you had a topic or a jumping off point. Sorry. Yes. Jumping off point. So in case Topic makes it sound like we stick to one thing the entire episode, and we've almost never done that. (laughs) we're always like be bopping around um so mine was since it's true that we are the creators of our own lives then we need to ask ourselves am i thinking and speaking of what i do want or am i thinking and speaking against what i want and i love that because that's really powerful. Like I, I'm creating, like some of us are like, we want to just deflect it onto someone else. My life is this way because of, you know, um, blaming others, our circumstances or what have you. But this is like taking our power back and also empowering because it's like, I'm the creator by how I think and how I'm feeling. And recently in the last year or more, I've, I've really been focusing on something I really want. And I didn't believe it was possible, but I thought, I'm just going to say it anyways. And here it is a year, over a year later. And I'm like, I, I believe it more today than I ever have before. And I have moments of like, oh yeah, it's going to happen. Oh yeah, it's true. Oh yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And so, but I think about, I'm, I'm 58. I just turned 58 in September. And I think about all the times that I have talked and thought against what I want. Mm. And I'm like, I did that to myself. Oh my God. And I mean, I didn't know any better. And it was, I was just practicing, you know, I don't know, something I picked up, some just core beliefs that I had, but I'm I was going to say like, you know, and, and education, at least in the United States, education changes over time. So I don't know exactly what children you know age six to ten are are getting taught today and how they're getting taught it i assume it's different than when i grew up because i'm not 58 but i'm in that range um but i mean i was taught that you know i was taught that the things that happen both in your life and in the world are the result of things that are essentially beyond your control and (laughs) right you know there's yeah. there's there's this limited set of things you can do and you have to do those things because those are the only things you have to control things but the rest of it you know is beyond your control and there's nothing you can do about the results and you know the biggest thing is like i remember i mean it was probably when i was like a 
10 years old teenager or something, but like I started learning about like the national economy and, you know, watching the news and kind of first having my first uh, experiences of being able to understand like, oh, the stock market's down. Oh, companies are laying people off. Oh, so people are losing their jobs. And like the reporters would say that it's like, oh, well, 30,000 people got laid off today and it's because of the bad economy. You know, so I mean, I don't think it's anybody's like fault or or that surprising, at least in this country, that people grow up and become young adults and are like, yeah, like, and think to themselves, things like that. Like there are these external factors and they're going to determine a huge part of my world and my life. And there's nothing I can do about that. And so that's learned. Yeah. That is learned. Because when you say like between six and eight, I was thinking, then my head thought, oh, but think about the three-year-olds and four-year-olds who like, I don't remember doing this, but I hear stories, you may have done this, where they're imagining, you know, being Superman or, you know, a a fairy tale, whatever, you know, Um, and I, and I we so believe that we can be, do, or have anything at that time in our lives, and can, can you know, what would, how would life have been different if we kept that and it was fostered? Well, like I would probably be a veterinarian. I would be a photographer and I would be traveling worldwide, photographing animals around the world. Yeah. I mean, I, that reminds me of an experience I I've taught, um, many different subjects to many different groups of people in many different situations, but I've only taught young children directly once. And um, one time I got sent uh, to teach acting to a bunch of first graders, I think it was in, in cool. Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, I was teaching with my friend, Jane, who was a fellow actor and graduate student at that time. And we just had one it was one day we had one class. I, I mean, I'm guess I don't remember exactly, but I'm guessing it was like an hour or maybe 90 minutes. But the thing that um, struck me about it is when we gave suggestions to the kids, and we said, um, "All right, everybody, pretend to be a cowboy. Everybody, pretend to be a wizard. Everybody, pretend to be a cheerleader." whatever we gave them like almost all the kids and you got the group we had was very diverse in terms of you know background and everything and i would say 80 to 90 percent of the kids i think we had like 20 or 25 in the class like you would say pretend to be a cowboy and it's not just like first of all the transformation was nearly instantaneous And secondly, it was not just like, if you ask most adults, like pretend to be a cowboy there, they basically would do something with their voice. Like, Oh, let's go down to the ranch. Yeah. 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 But with the kids, it was their entire physicality changed. (laughs) Their whole body language became like, you know, with the rope and with the bow legged, you know, whatever, whatever they'd seen. Yeah. 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 Sure. But, um, and it, that, that's, that experience has stayed with me over time because I'm mm. like, oh my God, we learn, we learn ourselves out of that. Yeah, right. Like you, you tell most small kids, like pretend you're a fairy or whatever. And it's like, it's yeah. like they, don't, they don't have that. They don't yet have that. Like, well, what if I 
pretend to be a fairy in front of these people and I make a fool of myself or I can't do it right or whatever. Or all of that stuff that we've been told, yeah. you know, all of that stuff that inhibits us from being bright, shiny beings yeah. is just layered on top of each other. So it, you know, when you said they were instantly able to connect to it, because they don't have all of that. They haven't been spent years here yeah. on earth where they're being bombarded with all this negativity and limitation. But yet as an older person, we do have, and so it's harder for us to like get through there. And then we have all of these opinions about it, you know, um, judgments basically, and it inhibits us, stops us from being bright and shiny and creative. And, you know, I was telling you in friend time, (laughs) uh, Actually, it was a couple of weeks ago. I started listening to Gary Owen again, and he's a comedian. You can find him on uh, YouTube. And uh, he's just, he's very, he uses his body a lot and just his voice. And so just watching him for several hours a week got, I started expressing myself physically, just noticing I was doing different things or I'd make different gestures with my face. It was a lot of fun. It was just, and it was just coming naturally as I was you know, getting out of the shower or whatever, you know, looking in the bathroom mirror and I would crack myself up because I wasn't intentionally doing it. It was just kind of happening yeah. by witnessing him do it and enjoying his comedy. Um, so. And then if you contrast that with, and this isn't just you, this is like any adult, I would say in the United States, if I put you, if all of a sudden we had 20 other adults come and sit like an audience and we put you up in front of everybody. And I said, all right, everyone pay very close attention because now Stephanie is going to do a really great impression of comedian Gary Owen. No okay, pressure. Stephanie, take it away. <laughs> and like yeah. 99% of the world would just be like, like, well, I would freeze. Like you like, just said, yeah, I would freeze. Yeah. I was just like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah but like how do we yeah it's it's just sort of interesting because it's like it's but it's but it's the same thing like it's the same activity it's the same thoughts and feelings yeah and there and there you there are those then i had those thoughts of well i'm not going to be exactly like him i'm not going to be like what am i going to do you know blah 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 blah. so getting back to yeah this whole of then we need to ask ourselves am i thinking and speaking of what i want or am I speaking against it? Yeah. And I think like for me, I'll just say for me in my lifetime, I have practiced more doubting and trying to figure out how, and you know, all that, yeah. which, which is really none of my part. My part is to just practice it, yeah. you know, talk about it, think about it positively. Um, and then that whole trust thing of trusting that it'll show up, like something showed up this past two weeks ago, I was looking for, um, let's say a, a mentor type horse person. And in my trying to do that, I found an account accountability partner and she's fabulous. She thinks I'm fabulous. And, um, and I was just thinking about it, like, wow, that was so easy. Um, it was something that I wanted and and I had thought about, but I hadn't put it much attention to it. And then it was almost like higher power was saying, well, you really need this. This is going to really benefit you right now. Here's this thing. 
And I was like, wow, I asked for that a long time ago. This is even better than I asked for. And I'm, I was, I've just kind of been in awe of like, oh, damn, everything I do want is coming. Whoa. Well, I think too, it's that we don't understand because you and I've talked about this many times before. It's not because your your jumping off point was the words we're using to speak out loud or to ourselves. Yeah, and, the thoughts. And yeah, and those are those are thoughts basically. Um, whether they're spoken out loud or spoken in our own head, like those are thoughts. And but we know that the law of attraction works off our vibration. So it's not it's not always exactly what we say. It's what vibration are we in when we say it, but how we're feeling. I can, I can say all day long, like, I just know I'm going to get a great new car next month. But if my vibration is like bullshit, no, I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to get the car. Right? right. But yet what I don't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But what I think a lot of us don't understand, I mean, I, I you know, it's taken me forever and I'm still working on this and, and practicing and getting better is that, um, a lot of times it can feel, I don't know what the, what the right adjective is, but like satisfying, it's not good, but satisfying to like, for example, if you are, let's say someone's unemployed, they're looking for a job and they bump into a friend and that friend is also unemployed and looking for a job. And both people have had trouble finding a job in their minds. Like they've sent out resumes, they've been, checking indeed or whatever you know yeah. and they for for a few weeks and they haven't found anything the easiest thing for those two people to do is to start validating each other for and and there's a difference between expressions of empathy like using your words with another to express empathy like oh which can those that can be very healthy you know to say yeah it's been really rough for me too you yeah. know, I know what you're going through. That's a positive vibration. And then mind. stop there. But yeah. And then stop there. <laughs> but that's not what most people do right, in that scenario. Right. And, and yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not blaming other people. Like same with me, like on, oh, yeah. today, if I was in that scenario and bumped into somebody, it would be a huge challenge to avoid the easiest thing to do, which is to start talking passionately about how hard it is to find a job yeah. uh, and then start sort of start creating things with your words without even knowing it for example i i just feel like that and i i've heard i've heard this with you know people looking for a house or apartment people looking for a partner people looking for a job they'll just say there's nothing out there I mean, I don't know what's going on. There's nothing out there. It's like, nobody's hiring. I mean, the people say that nobody's hiring, which has never been true in the history of the United States. Yeah, of America. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. I mean, so there's a good technical. place to just be like, oh, wow. And I think, you know, sometimes I don't even know, like I, I was thinking about a particular situation and, um, and I remember I would leave having spent time with someone, having talked about this problem and I walk away feeling horrible. And now I know I felt horrible because my higher self is focused on exactly what I want. And here I'm talking against it. Against it and yes. my emotions are letting me know, like, you are way off track. What are you doing? Stop talking. Stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so now I, I realize like, oh, that was why I felt bad all those times because I was talking against what I was, wanted. That's, 
Yeah, but that, I think that's the most important thing for me is, and that's why I was struggling with that adjective, is like when you bump into that, you know, using the example I said, when you bump into the mm -hmm. friend who's also unemployed, also had a hard time finding a job, there's like a, a almost like a natural high you get off passionately reinforcing how how rough it's been focusing on like yeah there's n nobody's hiring i don't understand like i've been putting on all these resumes like it's not a good feeling as you pointed out it's usually a bad feeling because you're both making yourselves feel worse but uh. there's like energy to it that it's just so easy to get into and it feels like a natural high or something so that well, it's responding like, to us it grows and it grows it gets stronger and stronger and bigger and bigger the more we talk about it yeah, but I think the challenge for me is not just like catching the thought and stopping myself. It's catching the thought and catching the fact that even though it's there's this weird satisfaction or natural mm -hmm. high from mm -hmm. complaining, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that it doesn't feel good. Like yeah. it doesn't yeah. make me feel happy. Yeah. It doesn't make me feel like I'm in alignment with who yeah. I really am. And that's yeah. the thing. It's yeah. like you hear all the time people. And again, I, I'm just sticking with this hypothetical example, but if somebody has been out of work for a long time, they've been looking for a job and having a tough time, you can, I mean, I've heard this many times in my life where people will say, yeah, you know, Bob's having a really rough time. Yeah. He's really down lately. Like, you know, he's been looking for a job. It's been hard, you know, but he's really, you know, I'm talking to him. He's not good. And then you'll hear that Bob got a job and like, how's Bob doing? Oh, he's doing great. Oh, he found, finally found a job and he's like, you know, doesn't have to worry about blah, blah, blah anymore. And he's like, really, really likes his new workplace. And I mean, oh, that's great. So, I mean, there's this, you know, you can hear in that conversation, which I think most people have heard those things time after time. It's like, there's this encouragement of, oh, when things are wrong, you should feel bad and you should communicate to other people that you feel bad and everything. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying mm -hmm. that people shouldn't express how they feel. They should. Yeah, we always, yeah, we always want to support everyone expressing their feelings. It's just acknowledging when you have that feeling of like, uh, like I want to complain about this because it feels like it would feel satisfying, but it doesn't feel good. It makes me feel bad. And so yeah. I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah. I'm either going to shut up or if I'm able to change my vibration and you know, I'll start talking about, you know, but I'm putting out resumes every day. I'm sure something will come along. There you go. See, how does that, so that, that, when you said that, that felt better to me. Yeah. Yeah. So there's I mean, like yeah. always noticing, like, how does something feel? Yeah. when I talk about it how does something yeah. feel when I say it yeah um and vice versa and so you know something when you were talking is I was thinking like you know maybe sometimes we want to be positive about a particular subject but the people around us mm. have a different opinion of it and I think that is where we need to hold our own counsel and like between, you know, me and my higher self and higher power, just talk about it into in that place of like, you know, Abraham talks a lot about visualizing what you want, like imagining, you know, I like, I, there's a, I take walks around my um, neighborhood and there around the block, there is this trailer and it says, imagine in huge letters. And I think about it, I'm a genie. <laughs> 
imagine the word imagine is I'm a genie Mm. and there's so much power you know some people have the problems with the word visualization and so what about imagination like imagine just imagine yourself living what you want imagine yourself having whatever it is you want imagine yourself being how you want to be whatever it may be in that quiet time in the morning that's when I do my imagine my visualizing I I use that word um is in the morning during my meditation like I'll spend a portion of it imagining myself living it and what does it feel like um and and sometimes when I first start doing something it feels really awkward and unfamiliar and I have so much doubt and disbelief but if it's something I really want I really stick to it and I think with this consistency is really important and that over time I I think what happens is the more we do something repetitiveness it becomes familiar and so to the point where if we stick with it like I I told myself I'm going to keep doing this until it happens there's something, you know, something occurred to me as we had this conversation. How often do you get together with a group of friends and talk about the things you want to create and how possible they all are? I know, right? I don't like, ever do that. When you say that, I, I think <laughs> of like, like we actually join groups of, you know, um, what is the word mastermind groups, mm-hmm. or I heard this re- recently prosperity team or, you know, we intentionally find people of like mind so that we yeah. can work together. But what you just said, no. Yeah. No. But then how often do people get together at parties or for coffee or whatever and just have complaint fests? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just so easy. It's just yeah. like we don't even have to think about it. We don't well, have because to say, oh, let's that, get together for coffee and complain. Because that's <laughs> practice. What we just talked right. about right now, right. that has been familiar to. because we've done it over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. So the remedy is when we can, you correct me if I'm off on this, but when we can talk about our lives the way that we want them to be. Yeah, and I would suggest, you know, if you don't have people in your life that you can do that with, or you feel uncomfortable doing that because, you know, they'll be like, well, yeah, but how, or, you know, all that stuff, just start doing it with yourself. Just take time, you know, a minute, 30 seconds, you know, just kind of play with it. Even right now, as you're listening to us, think about what is it that I do want? What would it be like? How would I feel? Ooh, ask your question self that. What would it feel like to have, be, do, or have what I'm wanting? Mm. And really think about that. What would it feel like? Yeah. Cool. Great discussion. Awesome. Thank you for your, for your jumping off point. That was a good one. Um, we are so happy that you joined us today for this episode. Uh, remember we are posting a brand new episode for you every Monday morning at this point. Um, we truly also appreciate, uh, whatever you can do on your platform that you're listening to us or watching us on, whatever it allows you to do to support us. Um, if you could like us or follow us or subscribe to us, leave us a comment, write us a review, whatever it is. Um, all that stuff really helps us and helps other people find the show. Um, all of our social media links and our email address are in the doodly do on the YouTube version uh, video <laughs> down below. Um, we wish you a happy and abundant week, and we look forward to you joining us again on the next episode of Co-Creation Station. Bye, everybody. Bye.